News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. It is clearly now the will of the Parliamentary Conservative Party that there should be a new leader of that party and therefore a new Prime Minister. And I've agreed with Sir Graham Brady, the chairman of our backbench MPs, that the process of choosing that new leader should begin now. Now, that, of course, was uh, Boris Johnson's resignation speech then. And we will be speaking to Lord Moylan, former Boris Johnson advisor and Conservative member of the House of Lords in just a moment. But first, Aidy, crowds gathered outside Downing Street in London last night on the day that he resigned. Uh, And the focus, of course, is now turned to who his successor will be. These people outside number 10 told our chief reporter, Barry White, what they'd like to see in terms of a better relationship between Britain and Ireland. He was a sinking, we were a sinking ship. And now that he's gone, you know, we can rise again. You know what I mean? He's lied to the country over and over again, right? He's lied to his party. I've lost count how many times he's lied. He's, he's lied more than I've changed my underpants. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but let's be honest, right? It's good for the country. This country is a country that, that needs Please. strong leadership and he's not got that. He thinks he's, about he himself. To, That's all it is. He and now he's gone, we can all be united once again. That's the but I just think that what he's done for Northern Ireland, right, is disgraceful. He's going to break up the union. The, the whole thing about Northern Ireland is, is awful. Awful, and you know they 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 voted strongly for uh, to remain. It's sad because I think he could do a good job, but you've got to have integrity, and that's more people value that more than everything else. You know, you've got to tell the truth about things. When you do things wrong and don't own up, you've got to think uh, other people feel when they've had to go through like the COVID, couldn't say goodbye to loved ones. You've got to think of their feelings. If you're in charge... We have a pe- person of the people, isn't he? You know, um, he's popular internationally, popular around the world. It's just a shame that there, there's been so, so many of these silly little things. But, you know, on, 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 on the upside, he hasn't started any, like, illegal wars against countries and, and uh, invaded and, and yet... You know, he hasn't done anything as bad as that. Yet you would think you would think he's done something worse. The way people, some people are acting towards him. In fairness, hasn't started any wars is a low bar. That was our reporter Barry White there outside Downing Street last night. We would love to hear from you this morning on News Talk Breakfast about your view on the legacy of Boris Johnson, who of course resigned yesterday. Five three one zero six at a cost of thirty cent. And for more on this, we're joined now by Daniel Moylan, far, former Boris Johnson advisor and Conservative member of the House of Lords. Um, so much has happened in the last forty eight hours. Daniel Daniel, um, your reaction? Well, I think it's all very sad, actually, and I don't think it's going to uh, help unite the country in any way at all. Um, uh, there are an awful lot of people who are bitterly disappointed that their vote for a Conservative Party led by Boris Johnson at the election in December 2019 has been frustrated by um, a small group of panicking, herd-like MPs. Goodness, uh, that... that... <laughs> A lot of people would argue, though, that you don't have that kind of democracy in the UK. You don't have a presidential democracy and people voted for their no, own, are, their own mean, Conservative we, we MPs we, we who, who were led by indeed. Boris at the time. We do. They do indeed. Uh, you can, of course, argue that. You can look at the formal constitutional position and you can look at the practical position about how people vote and motivate. And the fact is that, as you'll have noticed, in 2019, the Conservative Party won a whole swathe of seats in which they had no tradition of, of success at all. Um, and uh, nobody doubts 
that a large part of that was to do with the character of Boris Johnson and the fact that they um, were attracted to voting for him. And many of them feel and that, that they have been robbed of their vote. It would appear that and most of the parliamentary party don't, don't, don't feel that. No, that's absolutely true. But there you have this, the disjunction, don't you, that I'm talking about. The disjunction between um, a Westminster uh, sort of panic um, and what people out in the country actually feel. That's what I'm drawing attention to. But, Daniel, a lot of people would say that the, that the disconnect between the political elite is the entirely opposite to what you're suggesting. It is that, that Boris had things like Partygate ongoing during, during uh, I suppose, full lockdowns where he was doing one thing and speaking another. That that, that, that is the... Yeah, idea. well, whether you... I Whether put it to you, you what, Tim Lawton, what Tim Lawton said in the House of Commons when he said, under what circumstances then should the Prime Minister resign if these aren't them? Well, he answered the question. I can't remember quite what, what he said, but he answered the question. About, he gave a series of things that he thought Prime Minister should resign over. I don't want to go over a, a sort of forensic analysis of what Boris said in the House of Commons, partly because I can't remember exactly what it was, and probably you can't either. Um, I, I come back to the slightly different point that an awful lot of people are disappointed that the Prime Minister they felt they voted for had gone. Now, that will have electoral consequences. It will depend to some extent who the Prime Minister, who the, who the successor, the elected successor is, whether that position is recoverable. Um, but do not imagine for one moment that there is, that the, that, that the people who have actually taken the trouble to stand and shout for hours at the end of Downing Street in the last 24 hours are representative of the people. I mean, by almost by definition, the people you interviewed are not representative. But what I would put to you is this: the, the most, the most recent, well, the most recent. Ele- I mean, they have extreme views, is what I mean. There but are Daniel, the most recent. Ex- I don't mean they're extremists. The there most recent extreme elections. The most recent elections that we have in the yes. UK are the two recent by-elections that they were held under Boris's leadership. And there was a resounding yes. collapse in the Conservative vote, even in places where we, we saw a, a huge majority swing to 6,000 the other way, something like the 28,000 swing in a majority. I mean, it's unprecedented. And that's the most recent, I suppose, information we have from the electorate. Yes, but the majority of people know that by-elections are not normally reflective of the outcome of a general election held um, between a year and two years later. And if you look at opinion polls across the country, national opinion polls, the ones that take an average across the country, the Conservative Party is in the, in the you know, is a few percentage points behind Labour. Um, in very much as you'd expect in a sort of mid-term government, in a perfectly recoverable position, especially against um, an opposition, a Labour Party, uh, which still hasn't purged itself of its anti-Brexit views um, or its association with Jeremy Corbyn and is led by somebody who... Well, OK, sure well, let's, let's stick to, to but, Boris uh, and perhaps his legacy for man. a moment. So you believe that Boris should still be Prime Minister. Is that what you're saying this morning? No, well, I'm, that's, a different, that's a different matter. Boris isn't Prime Minister. But, but do you believe Minister, he should be? He isn't going to be. I, w- I campaigned for him to stay, but that is uh, to say he should be. No, he shouldn't be because he's resigned. You know, we have to move on. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to rewrite what No, I, I appreciate that. But uh, I'm, I just, uh, it's no, an unusual but, but I, I position. I for him to stay, yes. We've been yes. speaking to, to, to politicians and, and I suppose commentators from the UK for the last three days about Boris Johnson. And you're the first person to come out, I have to say, and defend him in this way. Most people seem well, to think, that not only should he have gone, people. he should have gone sooner. Yeah, well, you're speaking, you're speaking to the wrong people. There's, 
Well, one of the interesting things about Boris Johnson is that because of Brexit, Brexit in, in this country was loathed by some very powerful interests, corporate interests and political interests, who have wedded their careers to association with the European Union, and uh, professionally and commercially. And they were absolutely determined to get him out as a first step, ultimately. I know this would be a 30 or 40 year program. Nobody thinks that we're going to rejoin the European Union. But many people in, would look in, at in you leaving the, the, the European and Union and say done that. it will they have herald done that. the end of the with United Kingdom with Scotland and Northern Ireland leaving. And indeed, that your, economic, your economic position currently sorry, is far worse than that of the that, EU. But there's no... Well, all of those things are simply statistically wrong. The worst performing economy and the one for the worst prospect in the moment in the Euro- European Union is Germany. And if you read the German press, they are very, very worried about it. They're not hiding this. They don't have the same uh, rate the of inflation as, as, as the UK the union, does, though. Look, can I, can I just, they have higher can, can I just actually, m- move on slightly you to... You mentioned the union. You mentioned the union. And that really is important in Anglo-Irish relations. Well, support, we, we are uh, very interested in... independence has fallen in Scotland uh, while Boris Johnson has been Prime Minister. And as you know, there is no realistic prospect in a generation of a vote taking place in Northern Ireland for unification, which... Um, many, which would, many which would people would say it will happen long before a generation. Spain isn't calling for it. When, what, what, where do we go from here? And if you thought it, if you thought people would vote for it, wouldn't Sinn Féin be calling for it? And where not, where do we go from here? Where will Westminster go from here? Obviously, there's going now, to be that mystic Meg stuff. There are 22 people at least who are going to throw their hat in the ring for the leadership of the Conservative Party. They'll be winnowed down quite quickly and quite ruthlessly with some very high bars over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I would, uh, I'd be a mug if I were to suggest to you now who would be emerging and, successfully and from I'm that process. And I'm presuming you I'm don't, do that, you don't agree with former Prime Minister John Major that, that, that Boris should step down now and, and make way for someone else to be the caretaker PM until September? Well, if you read John Major's comments about Boris Johnson and you look at his face when he's talking about him, he's clearly suffering from a sort of obsession about him. Um, no. And the Conservative Party won't do that either. Do you know, the one thing about what happened yesterday is the Conservative Party now will not carry on arguing about Boris Johnson. They will move on. They don't want anyone in the Conservative Party who wants to carry on arguing about Boris Johnson now is going to be deeply unwelcome. And John Major is in that category. On that note, we shall leave. That's gone. That's the past. They want to look forward. Thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Daniel Moylan, former Boris Johnson advisor and Conservative member of the House of Lords. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.